Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Right. And we are back to today's episode with Colin Mitchell. And Colin Mitchell is a life coach, podcaster, author, speaker, and full-time engineer and analyst. Analyst. I, I think I didn't say that right. Anyway, in the power industry, after a lifetime of hating public speaking, she overcame her fear and now presents at most internal company conferences on topic ranging from psychological safety and company culture to how to handle employee emotions. She is the founder of Inspired Forward, a blog about self-improvement, mental health, wellness, productivity, and type 1 diabetes. Hi and welcome, Colin. Hi, Victoria. It's nice to have, uh, it's nice for you to have me on. Thank you. It's like nice to have you back. Nice to have you on. I love. Well, when I have a podcast, and so I know. It's like when podcasters interview each other. It's like yes. It's like nice to have you. You kind of saying it your intro and outro when sometimes you on other people podcasts and it sounds so great. I love. That's it. exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, podcasters. Okay. Well, tell us more about yourself, and uh, you have like pretty impressive bio and so many good things you are up to. We would. I would love to hear more. Yeah, so I have a podcast on type 1 diabetes. It's called This Is Type 1, and we talk about real life with type 1 diabetes. It's It started as basically an endeavor to educate more people about the difference between type 1 and type 2, and basically show the world what it's like to live with this disease day in and day out, because it's a 24-7 disease that is not curable. We can't put a, like a pause button on it. We live with it all the time. So that was the intent behind the podcast. I also am a life coach for people with chronic illnesses, including type 1 and type 2 diabetes. So I teach them how to live like their conditions don't control them, which is something that I see a lot with people who have these chronic illnesses, is they use their conditions to like as a reason to not do something that they want to do. And it just kills me when I see them do that, because they're minimizing themselves because of, they have this maybe incurable, maybe not, but they, because they have a chronic condition. I'm also a speaker, so I speak inside my, my company. I work for a power company and we have all sorts of internal company conferences. And like you said, it, with the intro, I speak at most of them. And over the last year, my speeches inside the company have become like favorites, which was not something that I had ever expected before doing this. Before doing this, I absolutely hated public speaking. And so getting into this whole thing was kind of an exercise in overcoming that fear. And after my first presentation, people thought that I was a natural speaker. And I'm like, well, crap, now I have to keep doing this. But not really. I actually enjoy it. So it's kind of a, a fun journey that I'm on right now. And I'm really excited to keep going on and see what, what else I can do with my life. That is super cool. I remember my first public speak. People say, yeah, you're a natural speaker. And I'm like, I was like shaking inside. Like you didn't see the drip of my head. I was literally like my energy was just like shaking. It's crazy. But then you keep going and you're getting into the flow, into the groove. I'm curious, like what you will do 
let's say five, three, ten years ago differently in knowing what you're knowing right now, like everything that you know right now. I invite you follow me, your host, Victoria, on Instagram. Give me some love by clicking follow button so you can get more tips on how to have a purposeful and profitable life. Link in the description below. And now we go back to our interview. Oh man, everything I know right now would have been so useful 10 years ago. I probably would have started budgeting and getting into personal finance a lot earlier. I think I was kind of late to the personal finance game compared to a lot of people in the financially independent community. So I wish that I had gotten into that earlier. I wish I had started investing earlier. So I definitely would have changed that. I would have uh, gotten into life coaching a lot earlier. I would have gotten coaches and been coached and probably become a coach a lot faster if I'd known about it back then. And I didn't. I only learned about it like two, three years ago. And it's kind of interesting how fast that all changed. And I think probably the biggest change if I go back 10 years is I would have gone to low carb a lot sooner because for the first 22, 23 years of my life, I struggled with my weight because of my diabetes and because of my diet. So I reached my highest weight of 225 pounds and I'm five foot eight. So it was not like, it wasn't pretty. And I reached a point where I was just fed up with, with my diet. I was fed up with my high and low blood sugars. And so overnight I switched to low carb. And over the last five-ish years, I've lost 65 pounds. So if I go back 10 years, I would have switched to low carb a lot sooner. So I wouldn't, you know, still have 25 pounds to lose. I would have it all off by now. Those are the major things that I would change. Wow. Wow. This is a lot. So you are, what do you weigh right now? Because if, you know, they're listening and not saying, because 220, it's pretty, probably like double me. Yeah. So what is your weight right now? And you look just like me right now. So I'm really curious. (laughs) So right now I'm 159. Okay. Wow. That's like 70 pounds you lost. That's a good job. Yeah. About 65 total from the highest weight. And then my goal weight is another like 25 from here. Yeah. So what, I know you, you know, you speak about work and type one diabetes together. Like how does having one type diabetes makes you better, better employee and businesswoman? So I think that having diabetes made me mature a lot faster than my peers. And so I have to be on top of my blood sugars. I have to be on top of what I eat. When I leave the house, I need to make sure I have all of my supplies with me. So it it makes me a lot more aware of my surroundings, aware of my health, aware of basically how I do things. And it also puts me uh, more in tune with my body. And if my body is having some issues, then I know that I need to take a break from work and not make that mean anything negative about myself. So I think having this disease has helped me basically grow into being an entrepreneur and being a really good employee because it's it's made me mature faster than other people and it's taught me so much. I mean, I, I learn new things about my diabetes every year. It's kind of ridiculous. So how, how do you balance, how do you manage the whole work and the health just balance around your... Well, when you've had a chronic illness for as long as I have, I'm uh, over 25 years with this, it becomes part of your identity and it becomes just part of your normal routine and how you live your life. And for like, if you start your day 
and maybe you have some high like maybe you have a high blood sugar when you wake up that's kind of typical for some people because of something called dawn phenomenon that just means your blood sugar naturally goes up in the morning because you're you're waking up and if you know that about yourself then you can start to tweak your systems and your routines and your care regimen to account for that so the better you are at that and the more you do that the better your workday is going to go and sometimes your condition might just get in the way and it's about not making that mean anything negative about you just knowing that it's in your like control to go back and start taking care of yourself and if you have to put off work for an hour that's fine so how i manage it is i just keep my diabetes kind of in the back of my mind it's always there i'll pull out my insulin pump to check my blood sugar occasionally if it's not like you know beeping at me but if it is beeping at me, then I will pay attention to it. And I think it's actually started beeping right before we started talking. So I'll have to check that later. But it's really just being aware of what's going on in my body and making sure that I'm not putting it off for the sake of work. And I'm not, you know, like just I'm not not taking care of myself is basically how it works. Because if I don't take care of myself, then I can't perform work well. Yeah, for sure. So what will be your number one advice to, you know, you start like you have businesses and public speaking and do the oldest, just all really cool and curious stuff. What would be your number one advice to those who are in the same kind of bucket of having health issues and like thinking that might be not, you know, good enough to start a business or do business or how they're going to run business because of their health condition? So your health should never be holding you back. You can always do something. It might not be what you want to do. Like if if you're looking at like total big picture, maybe your big picture is really huge and where you are now with your health, you can't get there because of that. But that that shouldn't be a reason to not go after a small piece of it. You can always take the next small step towards what you want to do. Even if it's too, if it's a lot smaller than you really want to do, just take that next step. Because your successes are built on a bunch of really small steps. You don't ever take these huge steps one at a time to reach success. You have to take a lot of small ones and be willing to fail along the way and know that failure does not mean that you should stop doing what you're doing. It means you're on the right track. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would love to know what you have to share with our audience, if you have any gifts or any last words to add. I do. I have a free download. It's called 10 tips to actually, let me read it off of here. It's 10 tips for doing what you said you do, even when you don't feel like it. And I call these strategies for breaking over, breaking the cycle of overwhelm to get things done. And you can find that on my website, which is inspiredforward.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming over and sharing your knowledge and sharing your expertise and your and I forgot the third world. <laughs> so thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Always text to our community number and you can find all the links in the show notes below on just the scroll down. <laughs> all right. Bye. And I see you in tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithdoubleLday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses! <laughs>